The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Are you ready? Attention! It's happening. Let's do it. That didn't sound right. (laughs) Do it now! One by one. Wow! In every city. That's the sweetest thing I ever heard. Come on! In every town. The voice that fuels the people of a nation and the pulse of America. You got it? Uh, yeah, I I think so. (laughs) Welcome to the revolution with Jim and Trav. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. And I'm proud to be an American, where at least my stuff is made in China. <laughs> no, that's not true. Jim, don't talk made like in that. Taiwan. Korea. Uh, we need to get back to American made. That is why we partner with brands that are made in America, boys and girls. My baby's American made. Born in the USA. <laughs> All right, what are we talking about? Outdoor ingenuity. Bruce Springsteen? Yeah, I don't know why we had the boss on there. Um, anyways, all right, so we, we are talking outdoor ingenuity on this week's show, and we are highlighting people that really live the American dream. Yeah. Yeah, Cat Daddy. genuine. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to have Kip Folks on. He is the co-founder of Under Armour. Everyone knows Under Armour, and then eventually uh, they sold out. <laughs> but in the beginning, though, they were American-made. Uh, but no, Kip Folks, such an awesome guy, incredible hunter. He's going to be featured on American-made uh, it debuts, I think, September 29th, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, Premier Week Outdoor Channel. We're going to have him, plus we're going to have Pat and Connie Harvey of Life on the Edge. Yeah, and uh, they they also premiere on Outdoor Channel, September 29th. 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, then we're going to have Scott Newby with Yamaha. Just took a fantastic, like, massive... Big time. Uh, velvet Whitetail Buck there in Kentucky. And then we got our very own... Cat Daddy. Cat Daddy. I think he said he's going to be fishing with cicadas. It's cicadas, yeah. Something like that. It's going to be interesting. It's and a bug. Probably a little bit gross. Uh, <laughs> so we're going to have those fine people on this one. show. Not Ken that he's not gross. No, he's very Just clean. He uses Irish spring. He's, he's <laughs> very fresh smelling. All right, so let's get to... Kip Folks. Kip Folks, let's do it. Outdoor Ingenuity is on the revolution with Jim and Trav. All right, here we go. Now kicking off a two-part interview with Kip Folks, co-founder of Under Armour on the new series American Made, debuting on Outdoor Channel. Friday, September 29th at 8 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. This is part one. Yeah, we're talking outdoor ingenuity, and of course our first guest is... Is it our first guest, Trev? I'm pretty sure we came on like 30 <laughs> seconds ago. Yeah, must be our first then. Yes. Kip Folks, this guy is really ingenious. Yeah, and he can spell ingenious. <laughs> that is Kip Folks. You got to watch him. He is the co-founder of Under Armour. He debuts on the all-new series American Made. That's Outdoor Channel Friday, September 29th, 8 p.m. Eastern Time during Premier Week. Mr. Kip, you're an awesome guy. How's it going today, buddy? If you guys are going to ask me to spell something, we're in trouble. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Now, you got to tell us, dude. Obviously, you are extremely well-known. 
when you guys, you co-founded Under Armour, could you even fathom the success and how big Under Armour has become? You know, I we kept our heads down. I, I, I'll have to give some credit to the, the founder, Kevin Plank, who's, who's still the chairman of the board. He had this big vision. I used to think he was crazy. <laughs> I was like, man, we got to get packages out. Like, I got to run to UPS. I got to drive to FedEx by 9 o'clock. We got <laughs> orders to ship. I got to put heat seals on shirts. I used to stay up all night long pressing heat seals. Matter of fact, I saw someone hiking on the trail in the Finger Lakes, and she had an older shirt on. And I said, I bet you I put that heat seal on myself. Wow. And uh, so, no, I, I never really thought of it like that. I just really stayed focused on what did I need to do today, next week. As it started to grow, you kind of, you didn't want to jinx it. And you're like, man, this this thing is taking off. But you just kept your head down. Yeah, we have a lot of folks that listen to the show, and they have an entrepreneurial spirit. But the fact of the matter is, as you say, you have to have goals every day. You have to have short-term, mid-term, and long-term goals. But the fact of the matter is, you guys were David in the David and Goliath story going after the big guys, weren't you? I mean, if you take a look at some of the big sporting goods companies, I mean, you're talking Nike, I, I don't know, I think they're like $60 billion. Wow. And to uh, be able to play in the same space as them, or even get mentioned in the same breath, we were much, much smaller, but we were making huge waves. People would be like, oh, you're competing against Nike, or Adidas, or Puma, or Reebok. And it was almost, it was like a compliment. If they really knew how small we were when they said that, and how big the other guys were, I think someone said this to me one time, and it really stuck. Nike spends more on marketing than three times the size of our company. Wow. Holy smokes. Now, you're featured in the very first episode, such an awesome show produced by Brandlin Shockey, Rogue Media, American Made. Again, it, it debuts on Outdoor Channel Friday, September 29th, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. But let's talk about that. American made and what that means to you, Kip, and how that has ultimately influenced your move professionally, you know, with like Big Truck and Origin USA. American made means something to you, just not something you pitch to people. This is important, isn't it? Well, it's funny. It's Under Armour actually made 100% of its products in the United States. And as we grew, we had to move, and, and like a lot, we, we chased a cheaper price and more production overseas. And when I left, I really started to like think about how I wanted to show up in the business world as an entrepreneur, starting my own brand with Big Truck Farms. And I just wanted it to be American-made. And then I got introduced to Jocko and Pete at, at Origin, and those guys had this crazy vision to do apparel and footwear made in USA. And it just started to feel like the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. And people were like, oh, well, you, you know, you, you had the time and money and you could afford to do that. And yeah, there's some truth to that. But at the end of the day, this, regardless of my past success, this is where I want to be. You know, when you think of American made, you know, like, let's say you're, you're wearing a piece of clothing. Yeah, it was manufactured in America, but where was that cotton, you know, that that fabric that it's made of? Where was it grown? And you have something like Origin. Isn't like some of your your stuff like the cotton's grown in Texas and then it's, you know, manufactured in like South Carolina or something? I mean, when you talk about American made, you mean planted, grown, harvested. 
in America. We've, I mean, you guys from start to finish, when you say American made, it's American made. Our grain that we grow on our farm goes right into our beer. Wow, really? Origin sources fabric from Louisiana, Texas, South Carolina with U.S. mills, with U.S. labor, with U.S. buttons and U.S. thread. There is nobody that does that. I know all these other companies they claim made in USA, and very few of them are buying fabric from the state. You know, I was uh, listening to an interview. I can't remember who it was with that you were talking to, but you were talking about, you know, competing markets and factories and how you'd go overseas and there'd be thousands of people in these factories working to produce and to market, you know, products that were sold in America. And then you came to a plant in America. And if there is several hundred employees, it would be like huge. It's just it's kind of daunting when you look at it, how we've structured. We just can't support that massive growth that you need to be like an overnight success. I mean, we have outsourced everything and truly crippled our economy, haven't we? I mean, if you take a summer vacation and you load up the RV and you go across country, you're going to go through some small towns that they look rough. Yeah. And what happened? Well, the economy left. Those people don't have a purpose. They don't have uh, careers. They don't have, they don't feel valued. And then, you know, uh, drugs, alcohol, crime seep in and the workforce is crippled. It really is. This is a long road we're on as a country. It's not an overnight fix. We just need more brands that literally just make the decision. You can make money. You can be successful. You can make good profit. This is not about, you know, you can't do it. It's not feasible. You can do it. It's just doing it differently. Now, what would you say? I mean, if you look at every single guy wearing skinny jeans and man buns, the American male has pretty much been neutered, right? I mean, you look at marketing, it's really sad. Any ad on television, my God, there's nothing heterosexual about it, right? And so, but Kip, you Kip has a bun. You, on the other hand, Kip, I mean, <laughs> you are the epitome of masculine. You know, I mean, you're taking like these ice baths. You're chasing elk on foot. What is I mean, with that? I mean, I mean, seriously, you're like a man's man, right? And that is who you are marketing to. You're kind of bucking the trend and be like, no, let's support real men, real women here, because um, this is who we are. But that's really going against what everyone else is doing. Yeah. I I think maybe people don't understand that there's just a lot of good, hardworking people out there. There's a lot of us. There's a lot of people that are very conscious of who they are, American-made, work all day, grind it out, take care of the kids. I'm not, I'm not going to say it's the exception. I'm just going to say it's not talked about enough, but there's plenty of consumers that follow us. We follow them, and we have the same vision for the future. I don't think it's an exception. I just think it's not popular right now. Um, I've never been in a popularity contest. (laughs) Hey, Kip, we got to take a break. Can you stick around? Of course. Love it. All right. Hey, we're talking with Kip Fawkes. And, of course, he's the co-founder of Under Armour. And he has a new series out called American Made, debuting on Outdoor Channel Friday, September 29th at 8 o'clock Eastern Time during Premier Week. That's right. This has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Now, Mr. Kip, to learn more about you, such a fascinating guy, dude, uh, in Big Truck, Origin USA, everything you are involved with, man, where can we find you online? Just go to uh, 13... 
Pacific Waves on Instagram. All right, that's what we got to do. Part two with Kip Folks right after this. Unlike that walk of shame last night, you won't regret checking out JimandTrav.com. Archive shows, Jim's blog, Trav's take, buy or bust, Mrs. Bunny, and expert advice from our hunting and fishing pros. JimandTrav.com. Stay tuned. The revolution will be right back. For the dedicated American hunter, it's going to be a record year. And now's the time to prep for the ultimate season. So go to ultimateseason.com for the ultimate buyer's guide of new hunting products, fresh content from industry experts, entertaining and educational videos, and proven tips and tactics you can employ in the field. Wow! It's going to be a record year. So get geared up now at ultimateseason.com. High Mountain Seasonings, the world's best kits for turning your game into jerky and sausage. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. The Revolution with Jim and Trav is back with Outdoor Ingenuity. Now let's get back to Kip Folks, co-founder of Under Armour on the new series American Made, debuting on Outdoor Channel. Friday, September 29th at 8 p.m. Presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at MyOutdoorTV.com. Here's part two. Hey, we are back. We are talking outdoor ingenuity on this week's show. And, of course, uh, part one with Kip Folks. He is the greatest guy that I've ever seen that really knows how to get something off the ground and actually make it work. And make sure you watch him in the first episode of American Made. It debuts on Outdoor Channel. That is Friday, September 29th, 8 p.m. Eastern Time during Premiere Week. Uh, such a fabulous show produced by Brandlin Shockey, Rogue Media. Uh, now, do you think it's also very important? You know, we always talk about, you know, tell me who your friends are. I'll tell you who you are. The people that you associate with, you know, your brand ambassadors, if you will, people like, you know, Cameron Haynes and so on and so forth. Is it very important that you align yourself with people that are like minded, that have the same ambition, work ethic and drive? Is that very important who you select in your inner circle when it comes to business? Yeah, I mean, I think you just got to take a hard look and say, are you lowering the bar for people, or are you raising the bar for yourself and others? It's that easy. Mm-hmm. If you're constantly lowering the bar and making excuses for friends and family or business partners, God, that doesn't seem like a winning recipe. And I'd like to win. <laughs> I just like to win. So if I want to win, then I'm going to raise the bar, and then I'm going to be impressed with people that surpass my expectation, or if I meet my own expectation. And then once I meet my expectation, I'll raise the bar a little bit more. Yeah. Why would I raise, why would I lower a bar to make people feel comfortable? Now, you got to tell us the leap from, you know, Under Armour and Origin USA, like, builds right into what you were doing. Uh, but Big Truck, a craft brewery, man, which I'm a big beer guy, so that's, like, right up my alley. What gave you the idea for Big Truck? If you look across the landscape, you have these these national beer brands. Yeah. You know, the Bud Lights, the Coors Lights, the Miller Lights, the Coronas, Mondelez, huge. And then you have all these craft beers. and But these craft beers, none of them, in my opinion, and there may be some that I don't know of, they don't speak to outdoors men and women. Mm-hmm. They don't stand for hunting and fishing and camping and and just getting out there and, and being in the outdoors. And so I just saw a big hole in the market. 
they craft beer is, is great. It's got great flavor. It's good. Work hard, crack a beer, fish all day, crack a beer. But I either had to drink a crappy beer from these huge beer brands that make crappy beer, <laughs> yeah. or I got to go after some label with a flying pig with a rainbow cigarette in his mouth with paisleys <laughs> on it. <laughs> Yeah. How about just give me an all-American craft beer? And I'm like, cool, I'll put a truck on it, and I'll call it Big Truck. How do you like me now? <laughs> well, it. the fact of the matter is, it just seems like that uh, Budweiser shot themselves in the foot over that particular campaign, and yet there are other people. What is it, Modelo or something like that, is now the number one beer in the United States, where Budweiser has been for the last 30 years. Now we're looking at Big Truck, and you guys are going to take over the market. I'm, I'm out there right now. I'll go call on 100 distributors in the next four months. I'm going after all of the Bud distributors that carry other products as well as Bud products. And I'm saying, hey, guys, I got an all-American beer here. You're down 35%. That means 35% of your cash flow just went away overnight. I got a beer for you. Go sell it. That's exactly. my strategy. Timing in life is everything. So I just hired two more sales guys from some other beer brands. And I personally am going to go meet with 100 new Budweiser distributors. I'm a bud-to-bud strategy. That means I only go with Budweiser distributors because they're <laughs> really good at what they do. They're in the store all the time. And I just want big truck on that truck. Yeah. Now we talked about the outdoors for just a second there. You referenced it, man. You're a big hunter. What do you have planned for this fall, man? New Mexico, public land elk, oh. uh, Utah, public land elk. And then a really special tag at San Carlos uh, Apache Reservation. And I have a little bit of secret sauce behind the behind the scenes. I, I'm making a bid to buy one of the largest uh, Alaskan outfitters. Uh, so in 2024, I'll be running another business with an Alaskan outfitter. No way. Seriously. Yep. I'm putting my money where my mouth is. I want to be a part of this industry. I want to preserve the wildlife. I want to manage it the right way. And uh, I have a unbelievable opportunity to take over someone's unbelievable business, lodge, fishing, hunting, camping, going to start a wilderness school. I believe in the outdoors. I think it's the equalizer for all families. That is going to be so cool. You can go on this big adventure and drink big truck, <laughs> you know, in your under feeling, <laughs> I have a feeling big truck is going to start giving away adventures. Oh, dude, Ooh. that would be so cool, man. Now, um, so you're a big bow hunter, right? I am. Yeah. Do you do exclusively bow hunting or you do rifle hunting as well? I'm pretty much a 90% bow hunter. I will say that my uh, grizzly hunts, uh, that I had a rifle in my hand because I was, uh, <laughs> Yeah, too scared. <laughs> get with a bow. Not gonna, not gonna beat around the bush. You know, a grizzly at twenty yards is a, a little nerve wracking. Wow. All right. Once again, hanging out with Kip, folks, the co-founder of Under Armour, and got to watch him on the all-new series coming up, American Made. It debuts on Outdoor Channel Friday, September 29th at eight p.m. Eastern Time during Premiere Week. Mister Kip, again, though, man, such an interesting guy to learn more about you. Big truck origin, USA everything you have going on your new adventure possibly in alaska where can we find you online man hey i'm using instagram 13 pacific way from there you can figure it out if you can't figure that out 
I can't help you. All right. This has been presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at MyOutdoorTV.com. Jimbo, who we got coming up next? Hey, after the break, we have Pat and Connie Harvest, and uh, they have a new series called Life on the Edge. It premieres on uh, Outdoor Week. September 29th at 9 o'clock. Exactly. So at 8, watch uh, American Made. And then at 9, uh, watch Life on the Edge. Mr. Kipman, God bless you. We love everything you do. Thanks for coming on, buddy. You guys are awesome. Keep hammering. Want more of an outdoor experience? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Hit JimandTrav.com now and connect with show archives, Jim's blog, Trav's take, product reviews with Buyer Bust. Mrs. Bunny and the best tips and tactics from our large encyclopedia of hunting and fishing professionals. JimandTrav.com. Log on and stay tuned. The revolution will be right back. For the dedicated American hunter, this is the ultimate season. And for the dedicated Luke Bryan fan, this is the ultimate concert. Enter the ultimate season sweepstakes for your chance to win a VIP trip for two to see country legend Luke Bryan in concert. Whoa! We'll also be giving away an ultimate hunting prize pack every week. Ultimate concert, ultimate prize pack. It's the sweepstakes event of the season. Enter today at ultimateseason.com. High Mountain Seasonings. Do yourself a flavor with over 200 different items. And look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. Welcome back to The Revolution with Jim and Trav and Outdoor Ingenuity. Now, please welcome Pat and Connie Harvey of the new series Life on the Edge, premiering on Outdoor Channel Friday, September 29th at 9 p.m. Eastern, presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Here's Jim and Trav. Hey, we're back. We're talking outdoor ingenuity on this week's show. And before the break, we had Kip Folks on. And, of course, he's a co-founder of Under Armour. And uh, our next guests, Pat and Connie Harvey, they have a new series called Life on the Edge. Hey, they're the hot deal. That's right. The all-new series, Life on the Edge, it premieres on Outdoor Channel Friday, September 29th, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. They are the Helicopter Cowboys. Pat and Connie, how's it going today? Oh, very well, thank you. Nice to uh, meet you guys. Well, yes, and we're just thrilled to talk to you, and I tell you, I love your enthusiasm. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, we, we love you guys. Now, this is wild, okay? When we think of ranching, we don't think of ranching on the Aleutian Islands, we certainly don't think of rounding up cattle with helicopters, but that is what you guys do. Absolutely. It's uh, proven to be a great way to operate up there. We have such uh, big tracts of land that we operate on, and we started out with horses, but we were only bringing in about 30 cattle a day, and when we had a helicopter that just happened to be in the area come out, we'd bring in three to 500 head a day, so very much more efficient. And and I might just add that there's actually 10,000 to 11,000 head that we ranch there right now. Holy smokes! That is a lot of cattle. Now, what what island is it? How do you pronounce that? Umnak, Umnak, what is that? Umnak Island is our headquarters, and we're, our headquarters are on a World War II airbase that was built there to protect against the Japanese invasion. Oh, my goodness. Now, with the temperatures, you, you've you got to explain to us. I mean, you guys can get like 50 below to have 100-mile-an-hour winds is nothing. How do the cattle survive there? It's actually uh, 
the temperature is quite moderated by the Japanese current, so it doesn't get much below freezing there. Really? And I think I've been colder there than I ever have been in Alberta, where it does get to 40 below. <laughs> oh, seriously? <laughs> it's interesting how Pat describes the Aleutian Islands in Alaska. Now, if you, and I'll let him describe it, so you'll understand there why the temperatures are warmer than they are in the rest of Alaska. Yeah, the Japanese current comes up and uh, moderates the temperature through the winter, so you might get a big dump of snow there from an Arctic front one day, and the next day you've got a warm front that comes in off the Pacific, and it'll take most of the snow away below 300 feet elevation so that it exposes the grass, and the cattle are fine there. We uh, we don't feed there at all. Whoa. The cattle survive on whatever grass is left from the summer and fall and kelp on the beach that Mother Nature brings in every day. Now, how did you guys get hooked up uh, with life on the edge? I mean, obviously, you have a very exciting life. There is nothing dull about, you know, where you guys ranch and what you do. Uh, but how did you become a part of life on the edge? Well, I'll jump in and explain that. Um I have a history in the film industry. I worked as a film agent for 15 years in Vancouver, Canada. Mm. And being married to Pat, it's uh, been really interesting. He literally has dozens of calls and emails uh, from different companies that want to do shows about him and his ranch. And so it seemed like every single one of them wanted for him to go to all of these extra efforts and do roundups and things just for their television shows, and also a lot of them, most of them, have wanted him to do a reality kind of show and have it somewhat scripted, and and so anyways, we, we turned everything down, mm-hmm. every single thing, and then Christian Broadhurst got a hold of us, and in my discussions with him, he was the first one that was receptive to just going up there and telling the story of Pat Harvey and his 35 years and his pioneering efforts on that ranch and doing that without us having to spend a bunch of money or round up the cattle for no reason. Um, he was the first one that really understood that the way it is right now with the ranch for sale, that we can't do that, but also that the story is a wonderful story to tell. So they they brought us up there last year, and we, they followed us around as we did different things and renovations on the ranch and just kind of got it ready for sale. So we really appreciated uh, the fact that they also used some of my archived footage of the other roundup, and they put together a beautiful, exciting show without putting us in any kind of financial jeopardy. Mm. It's a wonderful relationship, and we really appreciate it. Well, you know, the the interesting part about that, you've got, uh, what, 10, 11,000 head of cattle. You've got a lot of bear, and I understand maybe even wolves on the island. Uh, is there much attrition to that? And was that heard there for the taking of anybody who wanted it? Okay, so first of all, I'll answer the first two questions, is there are no predators on the island. And Pat always says, he always says he's the only predator. (laughs) He's got a wonderful way of explaining Alaska. If you look at your hand, if you hold your hand up and your thumb sticks out, and that's where the Aleutian Islands kind of come down, and they come down quite a bit south and out into those two merging oceans, but the polar bears can't swim as far 
to get to the island. There's other You're talking about the brown bears? The or the brown bears. Yeah, well, the polar bears can't get there because it's too far south. The brown bears can't get there because it's too far to swim. There are brown bears on many other places there, but on this island, there are no bears and there are no wolves. Well, I'm just going to say, uh, right at the end of the Alaska Peninsula is Unimac Island, and Unimac Island has all those things like bears and wolves and whatnot. But then there's a very active pass that's 50 miles wide, and nothing can swim across there and make it to the other side. So none of the... Western Aleutian Islands have any predators. Wow. I think that is just so amazing. And talking about being a true pioneer of the Western culture in ranching and, and thinking outside of the box, I would never think, hey, let's go to the Aleutian Islands yeah. and let's run some cattle. And, uh, <laughs> you know, you know, I mean, really, you have to be crazy, uh, Pat and Connie, to do this. You really do. Well, And you guys just met us and you figure that out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're very perceptive. Kind <laughs> I thought that before we talked. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I have to tell you, when I met Pat Harvey, he it, it was at a mute, uh, an 80-year-old friend, mutual friend's birthday party, and I was helping out my friends in the kitchen, and he showed up. And um, anyways, the first thing he said to me was, oh, I've got a ranch in Alaska. <laughs> and I said, well, is that what you say to all the girls? <laughs> Well, he knows how to swoon him, doesn't he? Now, how long have oh, you how long have you guys been married for? Since 2016, and we met in 2015, and we're engaged in about a couple of months, and <laughs> been together ever since. <laughs> proposed on the third date. So it was quite funny. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, well, the days are shorter up there. Pat's not one to stand yeah. around too long. <laughs> My goodness. So running that many cattle, and you said you don't have to, I mean, you're not feeding hay, you're not feeding cake, you're not doing anything. They can graze. What is the growing season like then with moderate temperatures? Is it a pretty long growing season? Yeah, it starts a little earlier in the spring. Uh, we get the first flush of real good growth when the rains come pretty much in late May and June, but uh, then it just never quits, and uh, you can get grass growing right till the frost gets we do get frost in late September and October, but the cattle graze on that grass straight through till the next spring. And wranglers are so brave. These are wild animals. They're feral. And there's one time that Pat will tell you about where this fellow, young fellow came up there to help. Uh, the two of them were in the alleyways where they had hauled the cattle in. I'll let him finish this story. Is that loading on the land? With Joey. Yeah, I'd sent them down to the corral to do some welding on a gate, so they were right in the alleyway with the welding truck and uh, trying to fix this gate up. And we just brought cattle in the night before, and this one bad bull in the bunch had been charging the horses, and every time he got near the horse, the cowboys on horseback, the chopper pilot would come and chase the bull away again, kind of protect them. Mm-hmm. Anyways... These guys doing the corral repairs had forgot that the gate wasn't shut at the end of the alleyway where the open corral was where this bull and a bunch of other cattle were. And this bull saw the open gate immediately, and he ran up the alley, and Joey went to close the gate on him, but the bull hit it at the same time as Joey tried to latch it, <laughs> and the gate caught Joey in the jaw and broke his jaw. Oh! Moved his nose over and launched him out right outside the alleyway. <laughs> And then the next guy was there at the back of the truck, and the bull hit him right in the stomach with his horn, but he had one of those big cowboy belt buckles in there, 
and that kid still has that buckle on his mantle because it got dented inward. Oh! And that saved him from being skewered. <laughs> and uh, that was quite a deal. So we eventually shot that bull when he was had done his rampage, but not without hurting those two guys. <laughs> yeah. You bet. Hey, that was an exciting survey. we got to leave it right there. We've been talking <laughs> with Pat and Connie Harvey. Uh, they have a new series called Life on the Edge, premiering on Outdoor Channel Fridays, September 29th at 9 o'clock. Yeah, and I'm sure Joey's looking for uh, work elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> this, <laughs> this has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Uh, now, Mr. Pat, Mrs. Connie, uh, to learn more about you guys, Life on the Edge, your exciting ranch out there in the Aleutian Islands, where can we find you guys online? Uh, if you go to Bering Pacific Ranches, as in the Bering Sea, you'll find it. You bet. Hey, coming up next, we've got Scott Newby. He is the uh, uh, Yamaha's ATV and Side-by-Side Senior Communications Specialist. Pat Connie, God bless you. Thank you so much for coming on, and we're looking forward to seeing you on uh, Life on the Edge. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Our pleasure. We believe every hunting season should be a paid holiday. That wild game is best served medium rare, and any male with a man bun and skinny jeans should be deported. We are The Revolution with Jim and Trev, and we love nachos. If I could only hunt for the rest of my life in one particular country, I think Spain would be the one. The drive is on as the marksmen of wild boar fever head to Spain, taking the hunt to a breathtaking new level. It is like action non-stop. Just like that opening day of deer season is in many states, a driven hunt's a big social gathering where you have pageantry, camaraderie. It's so exciting. Wild Boar Fever Spain, Sundays at 10 a.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. Presented by Aimpoint, hunts the globe. Sprinkle the best of Western flavors by ordering from High Mountain Seasonings at HIMTNJerky.com today. That's HIMTNJerky.com. The Revolution with Jim and Trav is on the air with Outdoor Ingenuity. Now, here's Mr. Scott Newby, Yamaha's ATV and Side-by-Side Senior Communications Specialist. Brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and Side-by-Side Vehicles. Check them out at YamahaMotorsports.com. Here are the boys. Hey, we are back. We're talking Outdoor Ingenuity on this week's show. Before the break, we had old Pat and Connie Harvey of the new series, Life on the Edge. It premieres uh, on Outdoor Channel Friday, September 29th at 9 o'clock. Now we have the backstrap warrior, oh. Scott Newby. This man is amazing. He is and he's Yamaha's, not new. He's a seasoned old pro. He is Yamaha's ATV and side-by-side senior communication specialist. Dude, you just knocked down a massive velvet buck in Kentucky. Congrats. Well, thank you very much. I'm still in shock and disbelief, to say the least, but I will say that practice and hard work pays off so uh yeah i truly do feel honored and blessed right now to say the least dude i gotta say you have one picture of uh this buck once again an amazing buck in the back of uh, a wolverine x2 the wound channel on that deer oh my god how wide was that dude was that an expandable broadhead it was expandable it's the uh, the rage and i mean even when i took this shot uh I had Gentry that was up with me in the stand. He was doing the recording and everything for Whitetail Diaries. And when we just went through and like took it frame by frame to just see exactly the shot landed, you could see right where it hit the deer. Yeah. And I mean, even at that impact, like it was just filleted open like crazy. And yeah, it's amazing how, uh, how. Are you there? 
Yeah, you guys there? Oh, yeah. It, right when you said amazing how, it just went silent. Hey, it was just that amazing how speechless, that's all. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I'm serious. I looked at it. It's like, did you shoot it with a cannon? Oh, my God. That was incredible, dude. Uh, I appreciate it. Okay, I think I'm good now. Sorry about that. Yeah, now let's let's set this up. Now, you've hunted in Kentucky a number of years. And is it on the same property? And, of course, obviously you're a bow hunter, so uh, you, you took it with a bow. How far was the shot? At this time, it was only 18, 19 yards, so definitely not too far. But, yeah, this would be my third year hunting in Kentucky with the bow. The first year, I got completely skunked, even tried to go back later after uh, opening weekend and um, still wasn't able to get anything. Last year, got a phenomenal buck down the ground. Unfortunately, we gave him the knife to uh, to make sure that he just expired, and so I wasn't able to bring any meat home. But I did bring his mount home with me on this previous trip. But, yeah, this time, uh, it was just – so crazy the way that it all works. We, we work a lot with the uh, Salt River Outfitters, and so there's a whole bunch of different properties that we can go to and uh, kind of have them pick for us to be able to hunt on. But uh, things were definitely working against us, to say the least, because you had the supermoon that, you know, you didn't know if the deer were moving at night, especially the heat that we had going on. But also the laws changed in Kentucky to where any hunter can't start feeding or bringing in deer until I think it was like two months later than normal. So it's hard to really pat on the deer and know what they're going to do. And so it was just kind of like a, you know, you don't know what's going to walk out in front of you. It's just like every single hunt. But this time, like you really had that happening because they couldn't realistically even pattern them by then. Yeah. Now what's amazing with this deer um, had tremendous mass, such an incredible, unique rack split brow tines, but body wise, dude, I mean, this was a stud, I mean, from toe to antler. I mean, he was just a big body deer. No doubt about it, which really made me think, like, yeah, we're going to need a couple of guys to be able to load this guy in the back <laughs> of Wolverine X2-1000. But it, it's funny because, like, you know, on, on opening weekend, I had this really decent 10-point that walked out, and he was on the pile for a while. It's like, man, he, he looks like he's, you know, decent. He's kind of a little bit younger, so it's like, okay, I'm hoping that something else comes out, you know, eventually, because they, they wouldn't come out until 7.30 and almost like right before dark. Oh, wow. So like, all right, let him, let him go by, and then the next day, he came out again. It's like, man, just everything we've seen, he's pretty decent, so if he gives me a shot, then I may just go ahead and take it, you know, and of course, I started to get myself worked up. Well, he didn't even give me the opportunity at all, and so, you know, another day goes past. Now, no joke. We go out for the third hunt, but the night before, I'm talking to Wade Middleton, and he's like, man, have you seen that split brow deer that's up there? It's like, I don't remember seeing any split brown. so Gentry and I are going back through the footage. It's like, okay, yeah, there was one, but he was a lot younger, and you know, it, I don't know if I was just distracted from that 10-point. I had a full-on game plan of coming into day three, getting that same 10-point, expecting him to walk out just like at 7.30 like the others, and no joke, all of a sudden, this young buck comes in, and then... Here comes a split brow. Like, mm-hmm. I just looked at Gentry, the camera guy. We both, like, our eyes just got huge. Like, okay, this is a big body deer. But I also just didn't want to kind of get buck fever. And they got, we'll see if that 10 point comes out just so you can kind of have a little bit of a comparison. And, dude, I mean, that split brow, he was just on the pile. He was courting away from me. Front leg was forward. It's like, I, I cannot let this opportunity <laughs> pass me up. I yeah. knew that was a big, mature buck regardless. And I, it was just a split decision, like, sheer reaction, I feel. I just went, I drew back, placed the shot, released, and thankfully smoked him. I mean, it was a really good shot, and I was super confident in myself. But it's funny because, like, I almost just went through the motion not really even thinking about it. It's only after my adrenaline started to go crazy and my, you know, heart's really rushing. It's like, man, that was 
that was probably a good thing, but I didn't expect to shoot that buck, like anything, <laughs> but I just knew that it was a great one. And you know, even when we took a photo of, uh, you know, where the shot placement was on the camera, sent it to the group of the guys we were hunting with. So I, I knew the shot was just a little bit high, but considering that we were elevated up a tree stand with him courting away everything, it's like, okay, I know that we still hit some lung, like no doubt about it. So send that to the group and then Wade replies back. Good shot. We'll give him some time. It's like, oh, dude, that was the best thing I could have heard. Like, only because I had this giant deer, I shot him. I felt like it was good. But then when Wade confirms that too, it's like, dude, I mean, just sweet, sweet relief. And I could not wait to climb down from that stand, like to have a great time with friends overall. You bet. Hey, we got to leave it right there. We've been talking with Scott Newby. He's Yamaha's ATV and Side by Side Senior Communication Specialist. That's right. Now, Mr. Scott, to learn more about you, the all-new Wolverine X2 1000s, uh, this incredible hunt, how we can view it, man, coming up on it. It's going to be on Whitetail Diaries. Is that where it's going to be? Yeah, you'll see it on Whitetail Diaries, American Outdoors, and uh, pretty much any of Careco TV's uh, hunting channels across the board. Yeah. Now, where can we find you guys online? So the best spot for Yamaha is going to be YamahaMotorsports.com. If you want to see a lot of our shows like Yamaha Whitetail Diaries, you can go to Outdoor Action TV. They have an app and everything. You can find all there and stream it free, no charge at all. All right, this has been brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Hop online, check them out, YamahaMotorsports.com. Jimbo, who we got coming up next? Hey, coming up next, we've got the uh, bow hunter extraordinaire, Cat Daddy. Of course, he's only second to Scott Newby. That's right. He outfit his Wolverine with a snorkel so he can uh, go noodling for those catfish. Mr. Scott, man, God bless you. We love you, and congrats on this incredible buck, dude. Thank you, guys. Y'all be great. At JimandTrav.com, you can find anything. Tasty opossum recipes, how-tos for knitting a camo scarf, DIY European taxidermy, natural home remedies for curing toe fungus, cheat sheets for calculus tests, what really happened to Jimmy Hoffa? Yes, you'll find it all all at JimandTrav.com. It'll blow your mind. Are you wondering what to do with your leftover game meat? Turn it into delicious snacks. At High Mountain Seasonings, we have 25 jerky making kits, 14 snack and stick kits, and 20 sausage making kits. That means we have something for everybody. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. The revolution with Jim and Travis back. Now, here's our very own captain of the SS Tuna Tub, Cat Daddy. I'll never go fishing again. This is in my friend. Brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings. Visit them to spice up your wild game cuisine at himtnjerky.com. Here are the boys. Hey, we are back. We're talking outdoor ingenuity on this week's show. And uh, before the break, we had Scott Newby with Yamaha on. And now our next guest. Wow, this guy can catch catfish anywhere. He rides catfish. He trains catfish. He is a catfish. That is Mr. Cat Daddy. What is it, Cat Daddy's Catfishing Adventures? (laughs) Yeah, it's an adventure, all right. (laughs) It's always an adventure. You need a shot for it. Cat Daddy, how's the catfishing right now? Well, catfish is daggone good, boys, let me tell you. We got a good, strong, heavy rain here the other day, and it really? raised the creeks up a little bit. Man, I thought it never rained, but boy, it sure rained good. And made them catfish just almost jump in the boat. Mm. Yeah, now, when when you do that and you have that influx of fresh water, I mean, is that the time to go up at the uh, the rivers and so forth, come into the, the lake then? Absolutely, absolutely. If you can get anywhere up close to the mouth or comes out into the lake, 
Man, get ready, boy, because the poles are going to be shaking and jumping. Now, how much rain did you guys get, do you think? Uh, we got about two and a half inches out here wow. in my little rain check guard in my front yard. So that was enough rain to make them crease roll, but they didn't roll too long, but just long enough. Cat Daddy was out there. Up in there and catch a lot of fish. He was in the tuna tub bringing catfish on two by two. <laughs> <laughs> Getting and, for- and I tell you guys, it, it really wouldn't matter what you throw up there. I was fishing with Caseta locusts. Really? Yeah. You know them ones you hear in the night all the time? Rear, rear, rear. Oh, yeah. Making that noise, that crazy sound. Yeah. And they're working oh, good. You run a two-odd hook right between them wings and mm. throw that out there, and that baby sit there and flutter a little bit. Mm. Oh, man, them catfish go insane. That natural presentation. I never thought that they'd be top feeders, though. Hey, I'll tell you what. When them bait, you put about a 12, 13-inch leader on that, and just throw it up close to the bank, kind of like. Mm. Look out, boy, because I'm telling you, man, they love, they love the locusts. That just shows Jimbo's inexperience That's it. of the catfish. He's used to those other bottom dwellers like bass and trout. My God. <laughs> so really, now, is that something you've done a lot before? Uh, I haven't done it a whole lot. It's kind of like one of my last trade secrets. Mm-hmm. But boy, I tell you, when the secret's out, the fish are hopping. Now, what do you think about, it seems like there are 9 million snakes right now, a whole bunch of babies. Have you ever used snakes? Do they work? Well, I tell you what, I'm not that favorable of snakes. Mm, you're not Indiana Jones in the boat, <laughs> you know. Not at all. Snakes. Why does <laughs> it have to be snakes? Out of the boat, any snakes involved. <laughs> Do you have you ever had that? Like you're going down the stream and you go under a tree and a snake falls in the boat. Well, I tell you, I've been checking limb lines and stuff like that, and I've had big old four foot long black snakes jump in the boat. Oh, and they didn't last too long because both the paddle was on them. Yeah. Well, and of course. Uh, Cat Daddy's looking forward to Thanks Fishing on in November. Yes. It's not Thanksgiving anymore. He had it changed. The governor signed it into law. Signing Cat Daddy in the tuna tub as national treasures? No, it's just signing him into law. Oh, signing him into <laughs> law. Now, Cat Daddy, <laughs> do you have anything available? People want to get out this time of year experience uh, the amazing cicada bite. Um, <laughs> well, I tell, you what, I tell you what, guys, now's the time to go because, you know, the, the mosquitoes are going to be just about gone. The cooler mm-hmm. weather's coming in. The leaves ain't quite started falling yet, but it's a coming. And I tell you what, yes, I do have a few days open yet. All right. Where can we find you online, big guy? www.catdaddyguideservices.com. Yeah, if you'd like to send Cat Daddy a picture of your latest and greatest, maybe even your girlfriend, he would like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, send it to catdaddy underscore one at msn.com. And this is brought to you by High Mount Seasonings. Visit them online to spice up your catfish cuisine at himtnjerky.com. Mr. Cat Daddy, God bless you, buddy. I'll be thinking about you when I'm eating that fine fish. Meanwhile, somewhere in Kansas. I've got a question for you, Trav. What makes you happy? Well, let me tell you. Hunting and trapping and witnessing Mother Nature. Oh, Trav, that's so sweet. Isn't it, Jim? I'm going to punch you in the mouth. Right now. Oh dear. Hey, get off the stage! Hey, you suck! Reimagine every adventure, every terrain, every incredible memory. The Yamaha Wolverine family of side-by-side vehicles help you reimagine off-road capability, comfort, and confidence. Available right now at your local Yamaha dealer. With the Wolverine R-Max 2-1000 and R-Max 4-1000, 
Recreation meets sport, and maximum power meets maximum comfort and versatility. And with the Wolverine X2 and X4850, extreme terrain meets its match. Find your Yamaha Wolverine at your local Yamaha dealer or at YamahaMotorsports.com. That's YamahaMotorsports.com. Always protect the environment and wear your seatbelt, helmet, eye protection, and protective clothing. Read the owner's manual and product warning labels before operation. Vehicle specification subject to change. Chocolate lovers, Michael Horn here along with J.D. Jeremy Dayton. We've got a special offer for them if they love chocolate. Am I right, J.D.? Oh, yeah. Go to vinedabar.com and put in the code CHOCOLATE20. You get 20% off your order. Now, here's the thing. Vinedabar chocolate is dark chocolate mixed in with the Chardonnay mark. That's the skins of the Chardonnay. So you get all the health benefits of the wine, the health benefits of the dark chocolate, and you get some very delicious chocolate with Himalayan salt, so many great different varieties. But you have to go to the website. It's vinetobar.com, and the code is CHOCOLATE20. You like chocolate, J.D., am I right? Oh, I like me some chocolate too much. Yes. Too much. Go to vinetobar.com and put in chocolate 20 to get 20% off your order. Again, vinetobar, V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com, the code chocolate, C-H-O-C-O-L-A-T-E 20. Vine to bar chocolate, chocolate 20. Great show, everyone. We just got to get out of here. Man, this is it. Oh, no. This sounds serious and real. This concludes the revolution with Jim and Trav this week. What the hell are you still doing here? Don't forget to drop the boys some feedback and stay in touch at JimandTrav.com. What a show this week, Trav. Yep. Holy cow. Talking outdoor ingenuity. Hat on uh, Mr. Kip. Folks, what an incredible guy. Yeah, and then also uh, we had Pat and Connie Harvey. Yeah, then we're joined by uh, Scott Newby with Yamaha took that impressive velvet whitetail buck in Kentucky. And how about Cat Daddy in Kansas? Jimbo, last word. Hey, get out there. We got dove season going on. Fishing's heating up, even though it's cold water. A lot of things going on here. Uh, thanks for tuning into the show. Uh, make sure you get some kiddos outdoors this week and hammer home firearm safety. Uh, we appreciate you so much for listening. All right, God bless you boys and the United States of America. Peace out. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 